And that's when you break your rules. And basically you're saying my emotion is telling me that who cares what you said earlier, Jake, the rules that you set earlier, which you know to be true and good for you, actually, I don't trust that. I'm going to go with my gut here and I'm going to do what I think is best. My emotions are going to take over and they're going to take control and they think they know. So really, every time you break your trade, your trading plan, the trading plan that you wrote for yourself, might I add, the trading plan that you created, designed on your own style of trading and your own personal emotions, etc., you break that because why? Because you don't trust yourself. If you're breaking the trading rules and plans that you made for yourself, the only reason you're doing that is because you don't trust previous you enough to go, yeah, you know what? Let's listen to smart, logical version of Jake who wrote these out, who knows that there's actually good statistics behind them. And let's just go with my emotional gut that's just going to take over and run through, run with the dopamine. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, and you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake. It's Friday. I love Fridays because other people are excited and energetic, and it's sunny out here as well. And right now, I have two little babies. Cheers! <laughs> two little babies playing in the other room. My wife's just saying goodbye, but there's... um, Yeah my vice best friend had her baby and they're both here playing and so all afternoon while i've been working i've just heard giggles and chuckles and all the fun baby noises that put you in a good mood so i'm extremely grateful for that um you know youtubing cat videos and babies laughing is incredible and i kind of have that just not the cats but the baby's giggling right behind me and it's made put me in a very good mood this evening so i'm very grateful for that i'm very grateful for the fact i think i spoke about this just last week that both me and my wife, our best friends, both had babies all within, um, you know, six months. And so it's an incredibly rare occurrence, I think. And I'm very grateful for that experience and getting to watch them grow. But I'm also grateful for patience, um, for your patience this morning. I had a bit of technical issues. Don't know what was going on with my camera, but we are here now working. Um, so I'm grateful for patience. I'm grateful for all the virtues that people have and the ability to share and grow and develop um, and often learning from others. I mean, a couple of Facebook groups um, based around habit building and stuff like that. And it's nice when you get into communities where people are really just there to help others. I mean, yes, there are people with ulterior motives, et cetera, but that's social media. But for the majority of it, people really are there just to share and give back. And I think the way social media is going more and more and the way sales are going actually is to give value before you expect something in return, which is a good kind of natural way of dealing with things. And it's a creating a space for um, a lot more sharing, shall we say. So I'm very grateful for that, grateful for the lessons I'm learning. And of course, grateful for everyone showing up here. Chuck in the chat the gratitude that you have today on the Friday heading into the weekend. Um, we have 
grateful grateful it's friday and i can sleep in tomorrow <laughs> nice i was just talking about that just before um i've been a bit slack this week so i will be looking looking forward to getting back to my proper routine next week grateful for routines this morning that set up my day up there you go exactly exactly the same thoughts here all right so on tuesday um we were talking a bit about our primal fears and I think it's extremely important to understand these because fear in trading has a huge role to play. And it really is a concept where I think, I think there's this paradoxical point in time when you become a trader where the amount that you've learned um, has gotten to a level which is adequate to do sufficient progressive trading. But the mindset that you've got needs developing and unfortunately the more you do the right things with the wrong mindset the more you start to drift away from being successful because you're fearful that even though you're doing the right things you're not getting the right answers that maybe you're actually doing the wrong things and so um, i was really trying to break down some of the issues that i speak to people about and i i found that and i haven't done back testing data on this but I have come to the conclusion that there's this kind of optimal point where you learn a few things, you start to progress, and then you start to get results. And if you're able to get your mindset on track and keep going, then you take off and you, you can become successful quite quickly. But there's this point where you start to fail and hit roadblocks and things aren't working, and then your mindset isn't quite there, and then you can actually start to go backwards a little bit. And I think this fear has a huge part to play with it. So when and it's quite the quite the very interesting thing about trading is that you need zero skill to be successful. Like chuck some ones in the chat if you agree that you can come into trading and have absolutely no skill whatsoever, no idea what you're doing, and get in a winning trade. This is the the paradoxical issue with trading is you need no skill to get in a winning trade. Yet, and it's so simple to make money yet so few people can do it consistently over time and this is because emotions and because fear and because greed and all these things start to play into it we really have to break down trading into a probability um mind mindset you have to think in tr as trading in probabilities right so one of the biggest things that i see is people think that because they've entered a trade and it's matched their trading plan perfectly, and they've done everything right according to what they know they should be doing, and they lose, they go, oh, my trading plan must be wrong. I must be wrong. I must not be good at this. My trading plan needs adjusting. Why didn't I win on that trade? And this is such a crucial thing to understand because if you have that attitude, you're never going to get successful because you're always going to be changing and adapting. You're not going to get a subset of data that goes, okay, this actually plays out over the long period. And it compounds and gets me the results that I need. So often we think almost immediately, this trade didn't work. Why didn't it work? What happened in the market that didn't make this work? And don't get me wrong, when you're learning, I totally think it's great to go back, analyze, see things that maybe you missed, see things that might be in a trading plan that you didn't follow through with, see things that you know that usually occur in the negative and maybe you missed it like for example we play with our trading strategy valid m's and w's and sometimes you trade in an invalid w and you notice that and you go oh actually most of the time this does end up in a loss and that's why i lost i think going back and analyzing that is really good but when you get to a certain level we have to start trusting ourselves and this is one of the key concepts which i want to talk about today is that 
A, the, the power of a decision and B, trust in ourselves. The two things I really want to touch on. The thing is, when we don't go against our, when we go against our trading plan, basically what we're saying is we don't trust ourselves. And I really want you to look within and see if you can relate to this at all. Because if you have a trading plan and you know that the strategy that you're following has potential to create positive results, but yet you still refuse to trade that trading plan, there must be some aspect of you that is doing that, right? And the reason is, is because you're not trusting in the trading plan to give you the results over the long period of time, often because we might not have it once, or we might feel that in the moment we know better and X, Y, Z. Now, I want to read you this quote that's extremely, um, that I found quite powerful to this, and it's not following your rules is just like saying you don't trust yourself. So this is what the quote refers to. It's about the context of your situation. You create your rules when you are in a good place or a good mindset. You break your rules when you're in a shitty place with high emotion. So when you're making your trading plan, you might be going through the trade. Like I was just refining my trading plan earlier today. Um, and it's been a while and I was like, I need, I need a shift. So I was going back and you go through the charts and you look at the things that make your trades good and you like try and analyze and find the things. And depending on how you do your trading plan, you might have like a, a system or a point system or a yes, no. And you do this with the best intention. Like this is how my trades most of the time will play out positively for me. And so you're in a good mindset. You're in a good state. There's no risk on the line. There's nothing but pure logical observation. And then when do you break those rules? You break those rules when you've just lost a couple of trades, when it's starting to push against you, when your emotions are high, when you're trying to revenge trade, when you're in a bad state of mind, when you're just on there to try and win, you're in euphoric stage. And there's this um, psychological threshold where you start to win. So this works both ways, where you start to win so much that you're in, ah, I'm invincible, who needs risk? And then that can take us off the, in the other direction, right? And so then you start to break your rules um, for greed reasons or you break your rules for fear reasons. And all of these times, it's when you're in a shitty state of mind. It's when you're not thinking clearly. It's when you're trading with emotion and that's when you break your rules. And basically you're saying my emotion is telling me that who cares what you said earlier, Jake? The rules that you set earlier, which you know to be true and good for you, actually, I don't trust that. I'm going to go with my gut here and I'm going to do what I think is best. My emotions are going to take over and they're going to take control and they think they know. So really, every time you break your trade, your trading plan, the trading plan that you wrote for yourself, might I add, the trading plan that you created, designed on your own style of trading and your own personal emotions, et cetera, you break that because why? Because you don't trust yourself. If you're breaking the trading rules and plans that you made for yourself, the only reason you're doing that is because you don't trust previous you enough to go, yeah, you know what? Let's listen to smart, logical version of Jake who wrote these out, who knows that there's actually good statistics behind them. And let's just go with my emotional gut that's just going to take over and run through, run with the dopamine, right? Does this make sense to people? Please chuck some ones in the chat if you're following along with this. Okay. A couple people. Maybe I've lost a couple people too. Um, but my point here is that you really need to understand that the trading plan that you've got is designed by you for you. And so the only person you've got to blame when you're breaking that is, of course, you, right? And this is where the power of decision comes. You need to be 100% decisive, not 95% decisive, not 99% like, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow my trading plan. Because as soon as you go 99, it's like, there's 1% of me that goes, if something else comes up that I feel in the moment might be better, I'm going to go with that. 
even if you're 1% decided that there is something else that's possibly better, that there's something more, that maybe, you know, you could be influenced, manipulated by emotion, perhaps, then decision fatigue is going to set in real quick. And the scenario is going to win, basically. So you need to go in 100% certainty, power of decision, make the decision 100%. This is a commitment to yourself. It's trust in yourself. Okay. And you got to remember, even if you follow your rules 100%, no trading plan is going to give you 100% wins. This is trading. It is pure probability. No matter what happens at any point in the market, it can do whatever it wants. No two points in time are ever the same. And this is true for the market. They are similar. There are certain traits that behave in a similar way, but there are no two points in time that are ever the same. I mean, if you just think about it for a minute, this is uh, Mark Douglas's point, but if you think about it from an atomical point of view, with all atoms moving and vibrating in the same in, in motion all around the world, the, a bit, the moment for all of that to be exactly the same is near on impossible, okay? This is the same for the charts. It's always different people putting in different trades based on different money amounts, different risk, different emotion, and different thought processes. And so no two points can be ever be the same. So you have to fully understand that you can follow your trading plan 100% and have three, four, five trades wrong in a row. It doesn't mean that your trading plan's wrong. It doesn't mean that you're a bad trader. It just means that unfortunately you've hit a streak, which is highly improbable, but also possible during your trading, which is allowed for consecutive losses. But this is where most people fail is they go, ah, I've had four losses. This must be not good. Let's change. Let's do something different. And if you're continuously doing that, you cannot refine your skills to really come out with a clear, decisive plan of attack. You can't have yes, no, yes, no, I'm taking the trade. You can't have that 100% decision made because you're like, oh, but what if something's better? What if something's different? What if there's something else out there? You need to decide today that you know you have the ability to create a trading plan that works for you and that over time, that's going to pay out profitable. It doesn't have to do it every single trade. It doesn't have to do it every single trade today. It doesn't have to do all trades this week. Hell, you can have a losing trading plan for the month and it still is profitable over time as long as you stick to it 100%. Okay, does that make sense? So moving on from there, once we have decided to enter the trade, okay, once you're in a trade, then there is zero benefit, absolutely zero benefit in still trying to decide if it's a good trade or not. It doesn't fucking matter. You've entered a trade. It does not matter if it was a good or bad trade. What matters is how you manage it. So you need to shift your mindset from, okay, I've entered a trade. It's done. Thinking about whether it was good or bad, thinking about whether you should be in it or not is not going to help anything that's in the past. You need to be present in the moment now and shift immediately to trade management. And you should have rules around your trade management. For example, every single one of my trades, I now have moved it to seven trades that I like because I found that my trades weren't coming up enough. And so I was forcing my trades to kind of play out even though they weren't exactly as I wanted them. So I added a couple more, which I did like, um, but still made them very tight with their rules. But every single one of them, I have fail safe. So with that trade, if this exit happens, there is no dispute. There is nothing. I'm out of that trade. End of story. Now there might be other reasons like, oh, it's moved up a little bit and now it's come back. It's moving sideways. I might exit or it's gone into profit. 
I've moved my stop loss, a bit of profit, it's come back. Maybe it didn't work out properly, but there are reasons. But there is also, if this happens, it turns around, This is, and this happens, I'm out. No questions asked, done. So I'm changing 100% decision from here is the trade entered, that is gone and passed. Now I'm in trade management mode, 100% decisive trade management mode. This happens, no qu- questions, if, buts, ands, or maybes, I'm out, exit. It's on my trading plan, okay? You have to decide and be and stick with it. The reason I've got these fail-safe exits is because more often than not, when this happens with this kind of trade, it turns around. It doesn't work out, and it's going to go hit my stop loss. Now, there might be times where this doesn't occur and it hits my stop loss. Thank you, stop loss. That's what it's there for. But if it does occur, like an LC exit, exit it. Give yourself a little bit of leeway. Good. You didn't take your full loss. You actually minimized your risk. You're out. Wait for next setup. It doesn't matter. You followed your training plan. 10 points for Jake because you did what you're told to do by your trading plan and nothing else. Okay. If you do have this thought, if you do think, oh, you know, was this a good trade? I'm not too sure. And you can't take your mind off the entry decision while you're in the trade, then this means you haven't fully accepted your risk. If you're deciding during the trade whether or not that was a good entry, and you're not looking at management, then you haven't fully, and I mean fully, accepted the risk of the trade prior to entering. If you have fully accepted the risk of a trade, then there is no part of you which is going to feel negative energy. There's no part of you which goes, oh, no, it's going into drawdown. Oh, cringe. Ah, I don't want to lose this money. You have 100% accepted. Like This is the amount of money I'm willing to lose on this trade. It is over here, accepted. If it turns around and hits that, I've already accepted the fact that this is a possibility. I do not care if it hits that stop loss with that loss because this is the amount. And if you look at that amount and go, well, if it does hit that stop loss, I'm going to be pretty upset or pretty pissed off or you know, I don't know if I can handle that. Just cut it in half. Make it smaller until you go, actually, I don't care if I lose that. Because if you can do that, then you're going to be able to manage your trade without emotion. So it's all well and good getting the right trade. But if you're in a fearful state of losing the amount that you're risking while in the trade, you are not going to man- man- be able to manage that trade properly. You're going to be managing it in fear. And now one thing that I have learned is that I might enter in greed, but I manage in fear. So I enter the trades in a greedy state of mind, but I manage my trades in a fearful state of mind. And now fear and greed run the entire charts. And it is a scale from one into the other. It's not this or that. It is a scale. And I know that for a fact that back in the day, I would enter greedy and then I would manage fearfully. But, oh, I don't want to lose uh, and grabbing onto anything. And this is a bad combination. You need to enter logically and manage logically. Does this make sense to people? Please chuck some ones in the chat if I'm at least ticking some boxes for some people. Okay, got a couple of ones coming through. Good. Okay. Once we have fully decided and accepted the risk, then we need to move directly to trade management, like I was saying. This should, not be a, this should be a simple set of rules, hard and fast, with no ambiguity. Okay, e- easy, straightforward decision-making. Does it do this? Does it do this? Does it do this? Yes. Boom. We know what to do. Does it do this? Does it do this? Does it do this? Yes, yes, no. Okay, I'm just not doing it. It's not, oh, maybe now. Let's think about it. Let's, yes, yes, no. Oh, hang on. Now I'm going to decide. My rule says, yes, yes, yes. I enter. No, 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 I don't. My rule says, if this exit comes, you exit. Not this exit comes, you wait to see what it's going to do. Maybe I'll uh, 
maybe I'll see depending on the sizes and depending on how much I risked and, you know, if I've actually had a good night and slept well. No, that's not how it works. It can say, when this happens, move stop loss to here. Perfect, done. Then if it turns around, sweet. But you've minimized your risk. This has happened, okay. Speaking in probabilities, usually this means that it's going to turn around. So I'm going to reduce my risk even more. Save a little bit of that capital that I was already willing to risk. It's like, think about it this way. I'm going to risk $200 on this trade. I've already put that $200 out there. It's gone. If it turns around, it's, it's gone. doesn't matter. There's nothing you can do about it. But, oh, actually, it's not doing what I want. I might grab $100 out of that. Sick. I'm, I've made $100 by moving my stop loss up and reducing my risk. It's not losing more or losing faster. You're actually earning by reducing your risk. If you see situations where usually it turns around and you can be like, ah, I don't like this. I'm going to take some of that money back. Sweet. You've got to shift your perspective on how you see stop losses and how you see your risk management. Okay, the indecisions and emotions while in the trade can lead to so many different outcomes, behaviors, and then, of course, habits. So when we're in a trade and we're managing it and certain things come up, that maybe we have done perfect, perfect execution on our trading plan and we take a loss. My exit didn't show up and I took a full loss. This has to be understood that it's okay for that to happen because it's all about probability. The problem is when this happens, someone goes, oh, I did everything right and I still lost. This is bullshit. I've got something else to blame. It's not about probability. There's some reason for this. And they search for a reason. And then they start to change their behaviors. They start to change their habits. They attach emotion to the feeling because they lost. They think they're a loser or they think it's someone else's fault, which is the blame game. Okay, I did everything to my trading plan. I still lost. There must be someone to blame. No, just there's no one to blame. There's no nothing. It's just part of trading is that probabilities say that sometimes you will lose even when you do everything perfect. The contrary to that is sometimes you'll win even when you do everything fucking wrong. And this is also horrible because that creates bad habits as well and behaviors. You can do the wrong things. You can enter just before market opens and it shoots up and you make 60 points just like that. Yes, I'm a hero. I know what I'm doing. No, that creates bad habits, behaviors, and of course, unfortunately, extends the process of learning consistency and discipline. It's a very contradictory thing where you can win with zero to no skill, but you can also lose with all the skill and discipline. As soon as we accept this for a fact and don't try to fight it and just be present and allow the process to be following your rules, the only way you can go wrong is if you don't follow your rules. Now, don't get me wrong. You follow your rules every single trade for 500 trades and you're net losing. Maybe look at changing your trades. Hey, fuck, follow your rules without any differential, without any, um, without just follow them perfectly. Let's try that. Follow them perfectly for 30 trades, for 20 trades. And if you end up net loss or you take a huge, take a lot of losses and you followed them perfectly, then maybe look at adjusting it. But don't just adjust it after every time you've taken your trades perfectly to your trading plan and then taken a loss. You will not end up on top. So like I said before, no two situations are ever the same. When we trade, we must be thinking in probability. Um, I had an example here, but it's not really making much sense to me. <laughs> 
Yeah. So for example, when we uh um we take our trade, right? And I know so many people don't do this. We take our trade and we're like, okay, what's our target expectation? We need to have our target in place. We need to have this is the previous high, or this is my EMA. This is where I'm expecting it to go. Now, when it approaches that price, what is the probability that it's going to reject or break through? We have to think like this. Most times, it actually rejects off this level. So I'm going to really tighten up my stop loss. If we're not, when it approaches this level, what am I willing to risk to see if it breaks through or if it rejects? I know that most of the time, it actually rejects. So I'm only going to be willing to risk a tiny, tiny bit. I'm going to tighten my stop loss up to four or five points. If it breaks through, sweet. If it doesn't, that's okay because I've accepted the risk. The risk is that four or five points. The other alternative is take it all, get it off. You've hit your target, just move on. Wait for the next entry. But if you want to take that risk, if you want to see it go further, accept the risk that what you're taking. I'm taking four or five point risk. That's what I'm going to give up in order to see if in this particular chance, the probability is in my favor that it goes on and I get more. Doesn't mean it always will. You might be lucky sometimes. And that's why you put on that little bit of risk. That's why you have a trailing stop loss and not a take profit. But if it doesn't, you don't want to risk half your trade and be like, oh, it might go through here. I've got exaggerated expectations. It's going to go, go through here and then it might go up to here. Am I willing to risk my whole trade for that? It turned around, hit my stop loss. I got no profit. Oh, you didn't fully accept the risk. Or you had those exaggerated expectations where you're expecting it to go all the way up without understanding here is my take profit here is my expected target okay anyway i feel like i'm running out of time quickly but i hope that's making sense we have to do thing in probability we have to accept the risk we have to make the decision before we even enter and we have to trust ourselves trust yourself you're good you're great you do all the right things just trust as soon as you stop trusting in yourself you start changing your mind and you start relying on emotions to manipulate the way you act and therefore, you end up making all the fucking mistakes that keep you in the same place, which then make you say, see, I'm right. I am wrong. It's such a contradicting mindset to have. You need to just embrace your own knowledge and the, your own ability and trust. Okay? All right. I love you all. It's been a great way to finish the week. I will be back next Tuesday. Um, to all our traders, let's shoot on over. I know we've run a little bit late, but make sure that you read your journal. Make sure that you know your why. You read your trading plan. You do all the things that should be habitually in your trading plan, uh, in your trading routine before we go over and we jump on and grab some points, okay? To all those listening on the podcast, much love. I will speak to you on Tuesday. Bye.